Welcome to Seat Time, where we drink beer and talk about all the happenings with motorcycles. Hey everyone, welcome to Seat Time. This is episode 35. I would be Jason Schmidt. Hello, and I am Brian Pierce. Thank you very much for joining us here on Seat Time. We mucho o appreciated o. It is good o. Okay, so... My weekend was uh, not that crazy. My wife and I hung out. We took care of the baby, and we just kind of kicked it. We tried to make it to the Plano Balloon Festival multiple times, and because of weather and all kinds of other grown-up stuff, it just didn't happen. Um, so that was a null weekend. But we did wind up hanging out and barbecuing a lot, so that was cool, I guess. But you had a much more, I wouldn't say proactive weekend, but you had a much more fun weekend. That is more proactive. Yeah, well, drinking I... a lot is proactive. Oh yes, if That's true. if uh, binging on beer and Mexican food, don't forget music and music is an active good weekend. Then that is what I had. Yes. Uh, I left town and thank you again, Senor. Woody. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, he watched. That's what I did the, this weekend. I babysitted yeah. your dog from killing mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, uh, he watched the Sainted Guinness, my beloved old girl boxer. And I rolled down to Austin Thursday night for the Austin City Limits Music Festival, which was um, a pretty damn good time. <laughs> I hadn't been down for ACL before. I've been for South by Southwest. Completely different scene. Uh, that was a question I was going to have is because like South by Southwest, everybody says now gets super crowded like crazy quick. Like, yeah, I don't know if. And one of the great things about South by Southwest, just hopping bar to bar, checking out different stuff, all of that. And ACL, just that big festival vibe, but not crazy packed. Um, Okay, so South by Southwest is more bar music oriented. Well, they have the big shows now too. It's different. I used to, um, gentle viewer, I am one million years old. (laughs) So I haven't been to South by Southwest in a while. Quit nodding, Jordan. I know you're behind our makeshift diffuser, but I could probably start being with That's the best makeshift beer. diffuser in the world. I know. It's pretty awesome. But it is true you're, you're older than Older us. than dirt? Yes. Yes. Well, I'm not going to give the example I was about to because we're trying to be more family friendly. <laughs> we're so PC these days. Oh, hell yeah. No, but I down there had a great time. Uh, the One of the happy coincidences that the girl that I'm dating lives in Austin, so I ended up her younger sister came down from Oklahoma City, rode down with me Thursday night, and me and then my girlfriend and her twin, we all just hung out the whole weekend. Um, Favorite band? Social Distortion. Social Distortion. Social D. Social D. Social D. Yeah, I tried to pitch it to Mike Ness that I could... I could really front a badass cover band, but that I, I was I had that whole the only words we would know with social D. Yeah, we'd just repeat it over and over. I had the pitch in my head, then I remembered that all we said was social D over and over, and I decided no. Okay, favorite moment. Uh, favorite moments um, when Jaws came out of the water. Oh, no, um, not in life. Oh, okay. Goodness Shit. gracious. Um, favorite moment. Actually, it was when... Um, Social D came out. <laughs> actually, it would have been either when Social D came on stage... When you got or... arrested for masturbating in public when Social D came out. <laughs> yeah, I was like, tug, tug, tug. <laughs> Love you. No, um, I don't know. I mean, there are a lot of favorite moments. A lot of, it, a lot of them couldn't be isolated because they were just random. At, no. When um, Sarah and I were uh, sitting in the middle of 
uh, we were Go all on. Yeah. <laughs> as as Brian slowly eases his pants down. No, as we were sitting in the middle of the place, and we had resigned ourselves to sitting far enough away that we could hear uh, one of the headlining shows, but we just wanted to sit in the middle of the field. And then we had a contest seeing who could get more high fives from passersby. Nice. That was an awesome moment. I could imagine that's fun at a big festival kind of a... Oh, yeah. And, I mean, by the end of the, time, end of the night, our hands were sore from getting high fives. Because we're just sitting on a blanket, pounding a lot of beer. <laughs> and then so we're good. having to sit there and pitch. See, I was not able to bring as much to the table... When I was getting more high fives on my side with my salesmanship, because I was pitching it high fives free today, charging tomorrow, <laughs> high fives free today, high fives free today, people were walking around to my side. She then um, took her shirt off and everybody was going to her side. No? Yeah, actually. She upped the stakes by taking her t-shirt off and she had a tank top underneath, but yeah, it, um, yeah. Yeah, you are not going to win out on that one. I tried taking my shirt off, but everyone... They were sympathy high fives. That's I actually it. think there should be more high five contests in the world, just in general. Man, it We was could have one at the Awesomeness contest. competition that's Let's coming up later this contest. year after the yep. official press release comes out. That might happen soon, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, great bands there. It was cool seeing just such a wide variety. A lot of it's more folksy, kind of slower stuff. But Social D, um, Skrillex, uh, all kinds of stuff there that was... Cool. Awesome. So you do it again? Oh, yeah. Three yeah. days of music, drinking, and goofing off in Austin. Maybe you don't have to drink. You just go ahead and have a good time. I think people should do that more often. One place that people should go is France, specifically to St. John d'Angeli, mm. uh, which is in France, where they have a very hard-packed rocky track that actually the motocross of nations was on this past weekend. That is what went on. Team USA went and represented Um at this point, we had Ryan Dungey, Ryan Villapoto, and Blake Baggett. Those are, we had our MX1, MX2, and MX3 guys that went and competed at the Motocross of Nations. Um, the track seems a bit narrow, seeing the pictures and stuff. From what we're typically used to here in the States, it was very hard-packed um, and rocky. You could, yeah. with all the, uh, everybody had their hand guards on and chest protectors either on top of or underneath their jerseys. Yeah, it was not a so, roost to play with. It, yeah, you were like, ah, that hurts, daddy, it hurts. I think even in one of the motos, Ken Roxon's uh, roll-off uh, canister just shattered because mm. of a rock. So, I mean, that says a lot. So, it, it's pretty pretty good stuff. But when it came to the qualifiers, USA swept the qualifiers. So, it set up for a really good weekend for the fact that we had, you know, all three motos to come. So, you know, we got the MX-1 and the MX-2. So, what happened, said Blood Blood Jason? Well, when Brian was talking about how it's a hard-packed rocky track that tech side of that was exaggerated even more by yeah. the rain that came in yeah. um that said my man reed got the whole shot oh. yes because bing, he bing. is he is a badass and obviously <laughs> he wasn't running for the u.s team he was representing oh, his right. beloved australia um another <laughs> that, person from across the pond that we've all gotten to know a lot more this last year uh ken Roxon. Worked up through the pack and was able to get a not, nice spot on his 250F. Um, Dungey stayed near the front of the pack and stayed in third throughout, so ended up having Reed in first, uh, Roxon in taking second, and Dungey in third. Yeah, and that's a pretty good uh, way for it to turn out, especially with uh, with Roxon on his 250F getting second. Obviously, mm -hmm. Reed really wanted a win because he'd been having issues yeah. at the end here. Very good for Australia for Reed, Roxon, and Dungey, you know, USA up there. So we had MX2 and MX3. Uh, second 
Uh, Gutierrez Paulin actually was the one who got the whole shot. He wound up with the win, but he kind of had to fight for it because he had to go past Hurlings to get the lead because Hurlings actually had passed him earlier on in the race. Villapoto didn't have the best start, but I mean he is the Super 2011 Supercross and Motocross excuse me champion. So the guy can ride yeah. and make it happen. Uh, and typically, American racers are a little bit faster than everywhere else in the world. So he had to prove it. Um, yeah. But from his lousy start, he really could only wake, work his way up to third place, which, from where he started, that is not a bad a bad place to wind up. Um, so with uh, Paulin in first, we got uh, Hurlings in second, and Villapoto in third. Um, Blake Baggett didn't have the greatest of finishes, number-wise, 17. But considering the fact that he's, he started with such a bad start and had to come back... Obviously, you know, the Cupa, El Cupacabra, Chupacabra, that guy showed up. I don't know. So, you know, coming from almost dead last to 17th, it's pretty good. Pretty good for the maggots, too. Respectable, definitely. Well, the way the points laid Especially out in the... Yeah. Like, the way the points laid out for the U.S. to take it, uh, Villapoto and Dungey were going to have to go 1-2. Yeah, they knew that to, like, totally have Just no questions. Sense, yeah. 1-2. Boom. Beast. Yeah. We don't need to do math because we're better than you. Yeah. And thankfully, that's what they ended up doing. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, uh, Villapoto, uh, Cotton Past, um, Bobby Shrev, something, Boba Fett. Yes. <laughs> Villapoto Past, Boba Fett. Bobby Shrev. That's that too. The other guy. He passed him too. Let's I was more impressed. The Russian. <laughs> I was more impressed by, impressed by the you were Star passed? Wars. Yes, past I was past tense. I'm your past. Um, Villapoldo did dump it at one point, but he was able to just get back up and retake his spot. Um, Purcell had a mechanical, which took him out of the running and pretty yeah. much killed off uh, France's chances. Yeah, France was oh, doing a really good check job. Check that out, it run. Yeah, uh, doing a really good job coming in the points ahead of us, but unfortunately, mm-hmm. because of his mechanical, boom, that is not a lot of points for France <coughs> when you get a big fat zero. Excuse me. Man, breathe. Yeah, it's all right. Oh, Dungey oh, had right. to work his way up. Yeah, it's rubbing the wrong butt. Yeah, I know where your tendencies take you. Yeah. No, uh, all right, too gay. I knew it. Dang it. Oh, uh, Dungey was able to work his way up to get into the the needed spot and they did have the classy moment at the end too with Villapoto sitting back so they could cross the line together one two for the win absolutely I think that that shows a lot for their team team menship mm-hmm. oh and uh, another point is someone else that we obviously know from watching uh, the outdoor seasons years and years going on here is that Rattray from South Africa ended up coming in third on a 450. Yep. So Which that ended up the U.S. Heavy racing on next year. Yeah, exactly. The U.S. ended up taking first, seventh uh, consecutive victory at Motocross of the Nations of the Nations of the Nations. See, uh, France eh, ended up taking second, oh. and Australia got their first podium. Spot, That's awesome. As long Which, as France keeps not getting first, I'm gonna be so happy. Yeah, exactly. The world is a better place. In our face. When, yeah, exactly. Mm. French fries. Yeah, the French mayonnaise. Uh, no, so, but, um, Australia, boom, yeah. first time on the podium. Yeah, Everyone. props to Australia for getting up there, and Chad Reed was tweeting about it a bit. Yeah, obviously, I follow him. But um, he was psyched, talking about being emotional, being up there, having that opportunity. I mean, not only for the fact that he was able to come out, win the first MX run, and actually kind of hopefully get some of that confidence back, but also what this meant for Australia. Cool scene. Pretty awesome stuff. Way to go, everybody in France. That's very, very hard to do to fly all the way over to another country oh, and yeah. do all that diff. Mm-hmm. So, 
Yes. Well, um, next up, we have talk about the OMA, the Moonshine oh. XC in that, Erie, Illinois. How awesome would it be if they made you do a shot of moonshine, like, either at the start or the finish? I mean, even at the finish would still be awesome. Yeah. You'd be like, hey, I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm over. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden, Jordan's interested in racing. Yeah. <laughs> Dirt bikes? <coughs> Excuse me. I will ride. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't just party naked, folks. The guy rides a motorcycle, too. Yeah, we'll get him a little Pee Wee 50 out there and like, <laughs> just as long so as I can do the shots just put the training wheels back on it's cool <laughs> um, I got a feeling that's not a bike I want to be seen on it's cool it <laughs> oh, works fun. now um, Paul Wibley got a great start and was able to start distancing through there um, he actually was riding cautious drop back let um, Scott Watkins and Jordan Ashburn by um, at the halfway point though he turned it back on and blasted back past them to take the lead he ended up winning with a pretty commanding gap there, 37 yeah. seconds. So he had Wibley in first, Ashburn in second, and Watkins in third. And so Wibley at this point has won all but one of the AMA runs, uh, AMA rounds, and o- OMA, OMA, AMA. That's third. okay. I don't know letters either. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, okay. I don't read well. Oh, yeah, there's like a million of them, right? No, um, six. That too. Is a great lead going into the final two rounds with that lead. So I agree. Hmm. So probably got Wibley winning the OMA again. So we'll see. But one guy that we know is going to win the Enduro Cross overall is going to be Tadej Lazuziak. Because this past weekend in Ontario, which would be up in the Canadian area, wow, which was what was I would call a smaller, tighter Enduro Cross track. Um, we had the fourth round of the Enduro Cross series. So, it was kind of interesting because of the fact that Taddy Blazuziak, Mike Brown, and Jeff Aaron, who have been some of the top leaders, they all won their heat races going in. So, the first two guys transferred directly to the main. Those guys, they won, boom, into the main. And those are the guys that you expect to see. Mm-hmm. So, but once you get into the main, I mean, that's half the battle yeah. when it comes to an Enduro Cross. We've all seen, we've all been to those things, and some of us have raced it, and I don't want to do it again. It... It's insane when you get into the main. Okay, so, but the way that Blazuziak has done it all year is he gets out front and he gets himself in a commanding position and just doesn't back off. Even mm-hmm. when he makes a mistake, you know, he, he still capitalizes on it. And that's really what happened. He got out front, he stayed in front, didn't make a mistake. And if he did, it was a small one, kept it going. Momentum always is moving. That's the way the guy does it. Colton Hagar and Jeff Aaron actually did a really, really good job staying on his heels. But Aaron wound up stalling kind of like eh, a little bit into the race and so what happens when you stall the bike you got to restart it yeah that's going to slow you down a little that's not the way you want to keep up your momentum um so with Aaron stalling his bike that gave a little bit of a lead to Hagar so Colton Hagar was able to kind of work away from the rest of the pack while trying to stay on Bazuziak's heels that's not an easy task so unfortunately but for unfortunately for Hagar Bazuziak you know pretty much walked away from Hagar we got Hagar in second, and then we had, um, let's see, we had Redmond in third, but then from that point, it was Cody Webb who was working with him, trying to get up in there. Cody Webb wound up getting past him just before, you know what I'm saying, all up in that position. Just before the white flag, Cody Webb got by Kyle Redmond, and that's the way it finished up. So Cody Webb got another podium finish, Cole... Colton Hagar got his first podium finish this year, and Taddy Blazuziak now has four wins in a row this Enduro Cross season. Um, I don't think that really surprises anyone. I don't either. And the fact that he's just... Boom! Mm. What? Say it. 
say boom. What? Okay, that's fine. No, I mean, uh, the fact that Lazusiak, this type of thing, he's such a specialist. I mean, I'm sure the guy can ride anything, but Endurocross, I I really don't expect anyone else yeah, to be. Yeah, it was David Knight's sport until Blazusiak stole his money and he then David Knight threw his bike. But yeah. after that point, it became yeah. freaking Taddy's sport. So yeah. I, I, I don't know what you do to beat this guy, to be completely honest, but somebody's going to have to figure it out. Uh, maybe they need to switch to a 350 KTM. I don't know, because he's just as good, if not better, on that thing. So, yeah. but okay. So coming up, we've got Taddy extending his lead. He has now got four straight wins. Wins. Uh, Mike Brown still holding on a second, even though he didn't have the the typical consistent uh, finish that he's been having in the series. Um, and now Cody Webb has bumped out Jeff Aaron, moving it, moving him into third spot, but just by one point. So Jeff Aaron is still just one point behind Cody Webb in fourth. So when it comes to second, third, and fourth, we're very tight still. That mm-hmm. all could shift with. The wins that Blazusiak has, he has to not show up to win. Yeah. We only have three rounds left, so it's we'll pretty see much how it goes. damn near mathematically clenched. It's yeah. He really has to screw the pooch to lose it. Uh, closer to home, we had round nine of the Torque series uh, down at Freestone Raceway, and you might recognize the name of it. It's from the there. It's in the Outdoor Motocross Series and uh, Nationals. So it. The track itself, they have some trails there and everything, but it's predominantly um, oh, it's, MX-based yeah. race. Definitely an outdoor motocross track. <laughs> yeah, and our local boy here, Cheyenne Harmon, used his badass moto skills yeah. to uh, take advantage of that fact. And he is just absolutely in love, or he should be in love if he isn't with that Honda yeah. that he picked up because this is, what, his sixth straight? Yeah, his sixth straight win. Yeah. Um, and the, six, out the six races he's done since he's been on the Honda, he has had sixth first. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, he's an advertisement for the Red Company there. Um, Austin Boney and Brad Camber rounded out the pro podium, and they both had good rides. So, Harmon first, Boney second, and Camber third. And Josh Young is still in the points lead uh, with Martin Howell behind him in second. Yeah. So, we'll see how that shakes out. Definitely know that the rain that came in Saturday night played a part, a big part for how the uh, uh, TCCRA race went in Archer City. I would imagine that it helped out a lot with yeah. everything that went on at Freestone County as well. Um, yeah. But it definitely helped out a lot in the TCCRA race in Archer City because of the fact that there were crevices in the ground. I mean, they just said that it was just super dry, super crevicey. Like, I mean, there were cracks and holes all over the place. So. What happens? They get about an inch of rain Saturday night. What's going to go on? It's going to make all the races better. Well, by the time the pro race came at the end of the day on Sunday, it was already freaking dry again. So they didn't really have much to go on. But Troy Stanford, uh, Sanford got the whole shot, and it looked like he kind of, or it looked like he got the whole shot. We're still working that out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Caleb, An- Caleb Ramsey, Austin Henderson, and Cameron Ishmael were right there hot on his heels. Um there was a lot of lead changing that went on, and it turns out one of the funny things is that uh, Sanford actually jumped into a tree from the way that we were told it. I don't know much about that, but it's funny. Very Georgia. Uh, so, yeah. Whoa! So he may just decided that he's like, hey, you know, I'm done riding. I'm yeah. going to go hang out in a tree. I'm going to be yeah. an ape for a little bit. I'm like, yeah. So Squirrels have it. They have it right. Yeah, it's like, hey, man, this looks like the place to be Yeah. in the street. <laughs> um, so... With him jumping into a tree, whatever that really means, and then Austin Henderson kind of having some uh, almost wad-ups, 
that really allowed Ramsey to get by all those guys and Ishmael as well to get by all those guys. So we got Ishmael and Ramsey really kind of pushing themselves, as we've seen them do in the past this series, from the very beginning. Um, with Ramsey getting past Ishmael, though, in a wide sweeper, that gave him a chance to kind of open up a little bit of a gap. And on the same lap that Ramsey passed Ishmael, that was when Ishmael had to pit. So that just kind of opened up the door for Ramsey to be able to just put down a hard lap, walk away. And I think that he said he finished by over a minute up on Ishmael. So Caleb Ramsey, congratulations on your first place. Cameron Ishmael, who's winning, still winning the series, was in second. And we have Austin Henderson in third. Um, the way it could work out is if Ramsey, Caleb Ramsey, wins the next two races, um, then they would actually have to go back to where they call it the third tiebreaker points mm -hmm. to decide the winner, which in that case would be Ramsey. That is a hard mm -hmm. battle to decipher, but uh, if Ramsey can do it, then it'll be interesting. Yeah, definitely. So, so what is coming up around the bend? Uh, this weekend. What do we have going on this weekend? Okay, so if you're going to try to make it out to anything on the East Coast, you would be in Somerset, Pennsylvania, and you would be at the Mountain Ridge GNCC. This place, rocky. It's got elevation changes. It's got rocks. It is soaky wet. It is just a good old-fashioned off-road festival. So that's where you want to be if you want to try to find round 11 of the GNCC series. Right now, Charlie Mullins has the points lead over Josh Strain because of all the stuff that went on this past weekend mm -hmm. or the weekend, weekend beforehand before. Yeah, at Unadilla. What went on with Josh Strain and Corey Butcherick and Strain not finishing within the top 10. Big point swing. So we'll see how that can go on now. I mean, there's still a small margin between them, but Mullins is now in the lead. See what Strain can do. Um, I think it'd be great if that margin stayed small all the way to, to Loretta Lynn's because... Oh, yeah, absolutely. The precursor more, the that I would like to watch somebody yeah. win. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there you go with your so. foreshadowing there. No, uh, round eight of the work series will be going on at Glen Helen Raceway. Who races works that we know of? The the awesome... The man himself! Yeah, yeah, Mr. Kurt Caselli. Kurt Caselli! Yeah, he earns a mister. That's what right, if? you heard it. Boom! He has a nice lead going into it. It's like Mr. It. Kurt, Mr. Caselli? Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> he gets a mister whatever he wants there. Ooh. Yeah, well, yeah. how'd you make that gay? No, um, <laughs> yeah. no, but he has a good lead going into it, but it doesn't mean that he doesn't need to show up and kind of try to blow things out there, and it's... Knowing him, I mean, he's a badass. He'll finish a race on foot. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, he's gonna show up and do it. Yeah. Um, there's still a there's a lot of contention though between second and fourth places for the series and everything. Yeah, so he is. Uh, Taylor Robert, uh, Bobby Garrison, and Mike Brown sit in those spots respectively, and so there definitely be some interest to see how that shakes out. Yes, yeah, so it is gonna be a close po uh, points chase for them. Um, more locally, if you're in Texas, we have one of our uh, other local series. Torn is having round eight this weekend in Boyd, Texas. Now, the way the points work out, Austin Henderson is currently in the points lead, but we've got Cameron Ishmael and Cheyenne Harmon both in second and third, respectively, who, obviously, with Cameron Ishmael already having a Toro championship earlier this year, fighting for the TCCRA championship, and fighting for the Torn championship, very good contention that he could win. But we've also got Cheyenne Harmon, who, past six races that he's raced... Is on a streak. Got yeah. six wins. So this could be a big point swing for a lot of different reasons uh, mm -hmm. this coming weekend. Um, so 
I think it's going to be a good time. We'll see how the weather holds out. We got a lot of rain on Sunday after we got a lot of rain on Saturday. So I think the traction this weekend is going to be great for everybody to go race or ride if you're in Texas. Yeah, and um, I'll be out there this weekend. So uh, I'll be out there on Saturday at least. Do you go practice? I'll go practice. I may race. He's going to go race too. What Uh, up? Yeah. If we know if he's going to go ride and race, you all need to go out there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thank you. I'll hit you in the nuts after the show. Yeah. No, um, yeah. If you see me, come by, say hi. Be on a look for the seat time banners. He's gonna give. He's gonna take one tonight and bring it with him on Saturday. Yep. Um, I'll be out there on a red Honda CR two fifty. Two thousand three. Yeah. Oh three. Oh tree. Oh yep. tree. All right. Yep. So he's hopefully gonna be out. No, he will be out at the touring race this weekend at Boyd, Texas on Saturday. Please come stop and say hi. Make sure you give us a seat time love. I will be in Louisiana at a friend's wedding. That is why I'm not attending, also because I have a big cast on my foot. So whatever. Yeah. Um But the thing is is that we love everybody on the interwebs. That is where this show exists. And you can find us all the time at seattime.co. That is the URL for this show and for all the shenanigans and news that we find and talk about throughout the day. As well, all of that would, if you are a Facebook person, I would say another word, but I can't use that one. Mm. Um, it would be facebook.com slash seat time. All the news that we talk about and all the episodes are viewable and seeable through viewable and get toable, accessible. There you Boom. go. Boom! Wow. Viewable and you accessible. Found a word that I think we have a title. Language. <laughs> <laughs> accessible through uh, Facebook. And then as well, we post everything through Twitter as well as a little bit more fun shenanigans as well. So yeah. And so follow us on our uh, actual seat time handle on Twitter, which is seat time underscore CEO. Yeah, that or that along those lines, I'm sure you don't mind as I know that I don't. Just look us up individually on there. Which uh, uh, Bloody underscore J and Woody B. Pierce would be our own individual Twitter handles. You are more than welcome to follow us and please interact with us. Tell us why you like us. Tell us why you don't like us. Yes, I have, I'll warn you right now. Uh, the majority of my tweets today were back and forth with some friends about feces. So, I mean, if you're into that, it's not boom, highbrow. You got a guy to follow. It's not highbrow. So, so, not all of us are. One thing that everybody isn't into is enjoying a pint full of awesome. We would love for you to do that with us. And the way that you can do that, seattime.bigcartel.com. You can buy a seat time pint glass, 16, or it's a 20 ounce pint glass, allowing you to fit. 16 ounces of beautiful beery nectar with a 4-ounce head. That way it's 20 ounces. That's the way the math works out. I don't know. English people are weird. But, please, $10. Get yourself a pint glass. Support it. And we would like to offer you a chance to pick it up in person later on this year. Just pay attention to the calendar for November. Oh, my gosh. So, episode 35 in the books. Yeah. Thank you very much for paying attention, guys. Always enjoy a A pint full of awesome. awesome. Woo! See ya. I'm totally not chugging a path blue ribbon. I thought about it and I was like, no. I'm too cool. Uh, that's not the problem. The problem is that I would be like, hey, it's in my throat, it's in my throat, it's in my belly. Oh my god, it's coming back up. Blah. That's what would happen. Pussy. Yep. <laughs>